Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Every time I speak with our next guest, I learn something big. Time to connect for the weekly Roy Green Show discussion with global news columnist and international affairs correspondent, Matthew Fisher. Good to talk to you again, Matthew. Nice to speak with you, Jody. No shortage of things to discuss on the topic of uh, changes at the top for Canadian forces with the announcement of General Jonathan Vance, no relation, just to be clear, uh, that he will be retiring from his position as our country's top-ranking military official. There's a story there, what's connected to it, and where do we go from here? A couple of columns penned by you that I'm finding fascinating, Matthew. Thank you. So it it is a big deal. Uh, I right. know for most Canadians that it isn't a big deal, that they're not really that interested in the inner workings of the top of the Canadian military, and I get that. But uh, the military runs the biggest budget in Canada, at least it did before the coronavirus, $21 billion a year. It's also one of the biggest employers in Canada. So the top general uh, commands and administers uh 68,000 troops, plus about 30,000 or so, maybe more than that, reservists. So just in that respect, it's a big deal uh, when there's a change of command. But this one has more political heft as a story because uh, Vance was the leading favorite, people tell me, a a virtual shoe-in, to be the next uh, top general at NATO. But only if your prime minister... uh, um, nominates you for that position and sends a letter supporting your candidacy. And uh, the prime minister said no, he didn't want Vance to be the top general in NATO. And that's from where I sit, that's kind of shocking. Very shocking. Do we have any idea why he wouldn't after campaigning so hard for a seat at the table? Well, if you want to look at it from the point of view that maybe this was churlish, on the part of the Prime Minister. It's, well, if I can't get what I want, I'm not going to give you what you want. But beyond that, uh, there are other things. Uh, What the Prime Minister wanted to do at the United Nations was to talk about how good Canada is in the world. He wanted to talk about issues such as diversity and gender balance. and, And these are the major issues. Of course, he was soundly rejected. However good those issues may be and whatever Canadians may think about the worthiness of those values, they were really strongly rejected by the United Nations. They preferred uh, Ireland and Norway by a a fair margin. On the NATO thing, of course, the job is quite different. It's a military job. You're in charge of the security for the alliance. You're the top advisor to the secretary general. You work hand-in-hand with the top American general in Europe, SACUR, as they call him, uh, an old title like SHAPE, Supreme uh, Headquarters Allied Powers Europe, all of that uh, going back uh, right to the Second World War. And uh, Canada has only had the position twice since NATO has been created, and uh, it's rare and it's a privilege, and almost never does a government deny one of their uh, military leaders the chance to at least be a candidate for the position. It seems curious at the very least. Where do we go from here now that the the die has cast? 
the die has been cast. Where do we go from here? Is this an opportunity now for Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to appoint somebody to the vacated or soon to be vacated post of General Vance uh, that does include diversity in another way, perhaps a, a gender balance? Well, it certainly does provide an opportunity. In the United States, when they choose their top military commanders, not just the number one job, but about the top 15 jobs or so, you must be approved by the Senate as well. So there are Senate confirmation hearings, and you find out who they are, what they think. It's all public. In Canada, it is the sole prerogative of the prime minister. So divining what he might think is, of course, an inexact science, but we do know that the big issues for him remain things like uh, gender balance and diversity. We've seen this in his appointment of a woman to lead uh, the RCMP. We've seen it in the appointment of a woman uh, in Washington. And, and of course, some of his appointments of women are bang on. They're tremendous. Uh, We may see this for the Canadian Armed Forces. There are about a dozen candidates uh, for the position. It's quite a big field and an open field. But three of them are women. The problem, if he selects a woman, is some people will say, oh, he's only uh, done this to show how good he is uh, on gender balance and whatnot. And it would be unfair to those women because those women are crackerjacks. They've earned it. I I think they've earned it. But unfortunately, because he has cast himself so strongly in this way, there'll be a stigma if they Mm -hmm. are... Uh, appointed, which is most unfortunate. The leading candidate, if he wishes to choose a woman, would be Christine Whitecross. She's an Air Force general. She's a three-star. She's scheduled to retire in September, but she has not submitted her paper. She's not signed anything. And so there's no reason why he cannot select her. Even if she had retired, he could still select her. But that she hasn't retired makes it uh, uh, just administratively that much easier. White Cross served in Afghanistan under General David uh, Petraeus, uh, a very well-known American commander. She's an aircraft airfield engineer. uh, And uh, She served in Bosnia. She's a a mother, uh, I think, of four kids. She's been a foster mother over the years to 33 children. Uh, Wow. uh, She is devoted to that. And her last job was as as the first woman in NATO to command the Defense College in Rome, which was uh, quite a plum. So she has an excellent record. Uh, uh, That's an unbelievable resume. Oh, you know what, Matthew? We got to pause here. I'm going to direct people to your column. I'm up against the clock on the network, oh, I'm sorry. but your column—that's okay. No, no, no. I'm reading your column here, and people should engage in what's next with regard to our Canadian Armed Forces and who the general will be, who will be named to that. And you lay it out beautifully. Globalnews.ca. Look for Matthew Fisher's current column. If you want to hear more. Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.